the double X Factor going live on Thursday. How are you this morning? Is that my mom? <laughs> Is that my mom next to you, no, Sandy? No, that's you, Hi, Spencer. Mom. I'm turning yeah. into you. Well, you do look a bit like Pig, mm-hmm. I just gotta say. Mm. <laughs> well, this week we are just checking in for a late week look at this week's topic was shame. And we were just chatting before we started up, like, I I don't even know where to go with this. Um, the thing is, we all have shame, but we don't always really recognize it. I used to think that I didn't have shame. It really wasn't a feeling that I felt. I thought I felt guilt. But when I really dug down into it and looked at the definition that Brene Brown uses, yeah. which is guilt is I did something bad, but shame is I am something bad. Well, then I really listened to my self-talk and all the time telling myself, you know, oh, your your body looks terrible yeah. or all those mm-hmm. things we say to ourselves. Actually, I was shaming myself. Yes. So I was bad just by existing. I'm So it is shame. It and is sometimes shame. Yeah. we don't recognize it. And when we don't recognize it, then you keep it hidden in the dark. Mm-hmm. So it can't, it, it just keeps growing. Yeah. And the shame, um, you know, you just saying that makes me feel a lot too about uh, the body image. That's mm. a huge part of uh, the shame we feel. And I don't think we always know that it's shame. I, I look at myself and think, how did you let yourself gain so much weight? You know, so it, it is a form of shame that mm. we're just not seeing. Yes. And so yes. just me saying it out loud, I'll be skinny tomorrow. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but um, one of the things too I wanted to touch on is we have, we have preached all week long about shame has no power if you give it light. And so as I'm thinking about my life, do I have a lot of shame? And I just don't feel like I do, but I'm also, I'm a talker. Mm. I mean, I, I will admit if I've done something that I'm not thrilled with, I will admit that. And yeah. I think that really helps in my life to just bring it light. And then it has no more power over me. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. And I think the important thing too is you know who you can go to. Absolutely. It isn't like you have to share your story with everybody in order for you to come overcome your shame. If you go to a trusted person who will give you compassion and empathy, that's the person that you can share your story with and you can just say, hey, I'm going through a shame crap mm-hmm. storm right now and I just need you to listen to me. Tasha, how are you this morning? <laughs> um, you, you That's what you need to do to get it up and out. It doesn't yeah. require that you go public and tell the whole world, although if that's what you want to do, you can. Yeah. So. And I think you and I both, um, when we really first years ago started working on being our authentic self, I think we both kind of struggled with that. We mm-hmm. felt that if you were going to spill your story to one person, you have to do it to the whole, that you have to treat everyone yes. as if they're equal in your life. And the truth is, they're not. No. not. No. And I think you said it in one of your segments, not everyone is deserving of your story. They're That's not deserving right. of that friendship. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. There's a, a concept in management that is a little counterintuitive, and uh, it's called, uh, it's okay to play favorites. Because actually you do. You uh, People who are meeting the criteria of what you want in the workplace, those kind of are your favorites. And yes, don't you want to be one of the favorites of the leadership team? And the same <laughs> the same thing is true in your friendships. You know, you're, you're going to have favorites. You're going to have people who are inner circle. And if they have gotten into the inner circle because of compassion and trust and empathy and all the things that it takes to get there for you, you might only have two or three people in that circle. Mm-hmm. And that's totally perfect. But you need to have that. And if you don't, it's important to get some counseling or professional help, someone that can hear your story without judgment. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. And I think um, you also talked about this week of, you know, people with scars are sometimes mm-hmm. the easiest people to communicate with. But there are also people in our lives that don't have the scars seem- seemingly 
but when they have the empathy and the understanding, they can still be such a valuable resource. It's truly, the empathy and the understanding is truthfully, that's the magic serum. It really (laughs) is. It really is. I mean, that's the antidote is Mm -hmm. the empathy. And we posted uh, the cool, Brene Brown, we're just talking about her all week long because she's a shame researcher. But there's a cool video she did. It's a little cartoon looking thing about uh, the difference between empathy and sympathy Mm -hmm. and how sympathy actually pushes people away. But empathy is where you just, you find that place in you that you understand the Mm -hmm. feeling the person is going through. And you just you give them the space to go through it rather than, oh, that's too bad, or at least it's not worse, and all those things that we, we tend to do just kind of on autopilot. Right. And sometimes that sympathy is a little bit of superiority. Mm. You know, oh, I'm so sorry you're going through True. that. I'm not. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry <laughs> you are. So I'm, I'm so glad it's you. Yeah. And, and I know not everybody, you know, comes with sympathy from a bad place. Sometimes right. it's just a lack of awareness. So we, right. we realize that. Right. Um, which kind of leads me into um, a lot of things have been happening in the news lately. And this is um, a good time. I had a great conversation with my children about victim shaming. Mm. And we didn't touch too much on this, but it was more about internal shame but um i think we all we're living in a world where bad things are happening and i think we all want to believe that it couldn't happen to us so when we say well so and so put themselves in this position or so and so that's a form of victim shaming and even though we're saying it to make ourselves feel better like it couldn't happen to us i mean let's face it there there are bad things everywhere and so that's a form of victim shaming too so be very careful that's right you know when you're when you say things like that and I can't possibly know another person's motivation, the other person's story. You know, there's also, again, it's another, it's a management culture thing in the workplace is a lot of uh, mission statements include a thing that says uh, assumption of positive intent. Assume that other people have the, your best interest in mind or that they're doing the best they can. Um, I think that's really important when someone is going through something and you are you, you think you you know the whole situation or you think you can judge what's going on there mm-hmm. if you can just as, take an, a, a stance of assuming positive intent assume that they're doing the best they can it's amazing how much better that feels than yeah. to judge and to shame those people who are going through things. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not allowing someone to mistreat you. No, no, no. We, no, don't, no. Ev- we yes. don't ever support that. Right. But it's just there are people in your life that, let's face it, have bad days and they may be hurting right. and they may in turn hurt you. But so if you can if you can notice the difference in someone who continually mistreats you and someone who has is going through a bad time. Really great important. point. You know, that should almost be a disclaimer every time every we time. talk here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If, if uh, toxic behavior is never, the best thing you can do in a toxic relationship or situation is to get out of it. That is the best thing for you and for the other person because it kind of feeds on itself like shame. Mm-hmm. It is, it's a fear-based thing. So just know that we're never going to suggest that you should just mm-hmm. think they're doing their best when they're clearly intentionally not doing their best. So, And, and that same goes for you. If you're, full of shame, you're having a toxic relationship for yourself. So I think we both gave some different ideas for mm. for helping yourself out of that toxic relationship with yes. yourself. Yes, definitely. Well, uh, this has been an interesting week for both of us, and, uh, and we're going to next week talk about something a little different. We're uh, bringing in an expert, Lisa Smith. Uh, is an essential oils specialist. Spencer says uh, she's a life changer. Uh, (laughs) She uh, is very expert in knowledge about essential oils. And, you know, we talk a lot about emotions in this double X factor and managing them and what to do with them and how to grow through them. 
And there is a component mm -hmm. of emotional healing with essential oils. And it's very popular with uh, maybe the younger set. And uh, if you're not really familiar with it, we're going to give you some information on it. Because we have both had experience with this yeah. in our lives and have found it to be pretty successful. Kind of freaky. Big experiences. Yes. I mean, we, can all, we, we all know that we walk outside and we can smell fall. And it, it, yes. it evokes emotions. Yes. But these are emotions that maybe we're struggling with. Um, so it, it's no lie that scents evoke emotions. So we're, we're really excited to promote yeah. this. So it's kind of a, a route you can take to intentionally add to your healing process in emotional things that you're going through. So let's say you're struggling with your self-esteem mm -hmm. in some capacity. There are actually essential oils that will help to boost your self-esteem. So oh, we're going to talk about that all next week. It'll be very interesting. And then on Tuesday night, Lisa has agreed to do a Facebook Live yeah. event for the Double X Factor, where she's going to explain what they are how they work, and some potions you can uh, put together to uh, accomplish certain emotional things you want to have happen. And that you can find that on our page, Yes, correct? yes, okay. we have an yep. event on our page. So just go there and say you're interested, and then it'll give you a notification letting you know it's time and she's live, and you can yeah. watch it afterwards, too. So, yeah. And if you haven't liked our page, do that, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be one of the in crowd. we got a tribe of about 500 people yeah. following. So thank you very much to all of you who like our page and follow us, listen to us on the radio. And we just love doing this. We have such a great time. So uh, we hope you'll tune in next Tuesday night and all next week. So until then, later. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. You can find our Double X Factor segments at kmaland.com under the Programs tab. Yes, we're on KMA twice a day, Monday through Friday. And you can also find us on Facebook at KMAXX Factor if you'd like to listen to more things like this from us.